0: Coming soon in the spring of 2024, Dr. Paul Zeitz, physician, epidemiologist, and tenacious award-winning advocate for global justice and human rights, will be releasing his groundbreaking handbook, Revolutionary Optimism, Seven Steps for Living as a Love-Centered Activist. Revolutionary optimism galvanizes us on the path of self-liberation and invites us to unify with others to catalyze our collective liberation. Together, we can create a brighter tomorrow for all humanity, all life on Earth, and for all future generations. Stay tuned for information on how to pre-order your copy, Revolutionary Optimism, Seven Steps for Living as a Love-Centered Activist, coming soon to inspire you. It's go time! Welcome to Revolutionary Optimism. Living at this time in history, we are challenged with the convergence of crises that is affecting our daily lives. Issues like economic hardship, a teetering democracy, and the worsening climate emergency have left many Americans feeling more despair than ever. To respond to the challenging times we're living through, physician, humanitarian, and social justice advocate Dr. Paul Zeitz has identified revolutionary optimism as a new cure for hopelessness, despair, and cynicism. Revolutionary optimism is itself an infectious, contagious, self-created way of living and connecting with others on the path of love. Once you commit yourself as a revolutionary optimist, you can bravely unleash your personal power, hashtag unify with others, and accelerate action for our collective repair, justice, and peace. Welcome to another special episode of the Emergency Opportunity Podcast. As we reflect on the past season, we find ourselves navigating through a tumultuous year that has tested our collective resolve. This episode serves as a retrospective not only of the trials and triumphs of the past year, but also as an exploration of the profound insights shared by our diverse array of guests. From their experiences and expertise, we've gleaned lessons on resilience, compassion, and the boundless possibilities that arise when we unite in the pursuit of positive change. Join us as we delve into the lessons learned, the challenges faced, and the hopes that propel us forward into the next season and year. Here's Dr. Zeitz.
1: So we had amazing guests this season who taught us ways and approaches for living with revolutionary optimism. We heard from Barbara Lee about how Black women in our country just rise, rise, rise. They don't have time or privilege, basically, to uh, whine or complain. They just have to keep fighting. And that is how they succeed. And then we heard from Marian Williamson about how She's walking a tightrope with no net below her. That's the level of bravery and uh, fearlessness that she is bringing to her endeavor and her call for a love revolution in our politics. And then we heard from uh, Rabbi Shefa and Reverend Matthew about living and breathing the path of love as the foundation for revolutionary optimism. We heard about amazing heroic uh, leaders like Jesse Leon and his journey of overcoming an early childhood trauma. And we heard about uh, ways in which um, our leaders are resilient and constitutionally optimistic. Uh, We spoke at the end of the season with Congressman uh, Jamie Raskin, who defined himself as genetically and physically and emotionally, constitutionally optimistic. So it's like built into who he is, and that is how he lives his life. And sometimes he's accused of living with rose-colored glasses, and sometimes he doesn't see all the possibilities, but it's a fascinating kind of embodiment of revolutionary optimism in a person like Congressman Jamie Raskin. Then uh, we explored several of the major themes and, topics that are affecting our lives and our country and our world right now. Humanity is going through a passage. The old systems, the old frameworks, the old ways of doing business are collapsing under our feet and all around us. You can feel uh, the turbulence. You can feel the trembling of a revolution. Unfortunately, we're already seeing violent components of this revolution, As we're seeing on the streets of the United States, uh, gun violence, and we're also seeing mass shootings right here at home. In addition, we're seeing a war in Ukraine and Russia that's killing uh, many and destroying communities. And now we're seeing a massive escalation of violence in Israel and Palestine uh, based on a centuries-old conflict. So this rise in violence is uh, part of the turbulence. We also have uh, delved deep into racial equity and we explored uh, the, a reparative justice approach that includes radical reparations and radical truth-telling to deal with the legacy of how the federal government of the United States treated indigenous people and people of color, including blacks who were enslaved, and also exploring the role of the federal government in making slavery legal, in failing to implement reconstruction commitments, for allowing Jim Crow to exist, for the progress we made with the civil rights movement, and the racial awareness and reckoning that we're in the middle of right now. This work is culminating next June, June 15th, with a March for Equity, There's an organization called United for Equity, and the Black Music Action Coalition and the Black Justice Coalition are joining forces to host in Washington a March for Equity. And they're going to invite people all over the country to uh, have satellite marches everywhere. Uh, This is a time to rise, 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 as Congresswoman Barbara Lee said. On the show this season, we also addressed the uh, climate emergency. Right now, in early December, the uh, experts from around the world are gathering at COP28. 70,000 people are there trying to figure out what the next steps are for collectively taking action to address the climate emergency. That is happening right now. And guess who's not there? President Biden. The president of China is not there either. So the leading emitters of CO2 are not even showing up. Now, and this is a, a, a just a small sample of how failed the global response is. Uh, we need to dramatically uh, accelerate uh, climate action. And that's why I worked with uh, direct action organizations and interviewed uh, Riley and, and Jay from Climate Defiance. And I did actions with Climate Defiance throughout the year. And I welcome everyone to think about ways to do direct action, to put pressure on decision-makers to shift to renewable energy, to end fossil fuels, and to advance climate restoration and, trans- and repair. We're advocating for a four-pronged climate transformation, reduction of emissions, repair the uh, environment and the atmosphere, and repair Arctic sea ice, for example, as well as adaptation and repairing and preparing for the consequences of climate change. So that was a major topic throughout the season as well. And we can expect that this year will be the warmest year in history, and next year will be even warmer. So we are really needing to work together to address this uh, horrible climate emergency. We then spent a lot of time uh, with a a variety of guests, Daniela Baluers, Aditi Junija, Congressman Raskin, Rabbi Arthur Waskow, and others on um, how to protect our democracy, democracy here in the United States and around the world. We did discuss the fact that democracy here is teetering or is not even real now. Uh, We talked about constitutional rot and how there's evidence, unfortunately, that our constitution that was written in 1787, uh, 200 and uh, some years ago, and um, is not working anymore. We have uh, constitutional rot at the uh, executive branch level. Uh, Our government is not functioning. It's not meeting the needs of the people. The people are not able to pay for their medical bills. They're not able to pay their student loans. People are not able to buy food. There's a shortage of housing. There's uh, basic needs are collapsing all over the United States. And that is an executive uh, failure. Uh, We also have a failure of our judiciary, where we have a right-wing court that for the first time in U.S. history, is actually taking away rights that have been given to us by our political system. And we will not tolerate that. And lastly, the legislative branch of government is highly dysfunctional. It's minoritarian rule. Uh, We need to shift to one person, one vote. We've had two of the presidents since 2000 that were serving as president and only received a minority of the votes of the country. Uh, This is not acceptable, and we can no longer tolerate this form of government. I um, also called for a peaceful revolution in the United States uh, to put love at the center of our social, economic, and political systems for our collective repair, justice, and peace. We're at a moment in human history where we can leap forward. We can take a revolutionary leap forward into a new way of doing things. We can actually work together and heal the wounds and heal the trauma that has separated us. We can work together to create jobs and economic support. And we can uh, transition to a circular economy, a renewable economy. We can get rid of this extractive economy and we create an economy that is like sustaining ourselves and our relationship with our sacred earth that we're living on. And we can restructure democracy for the 21st century. We can shift to one person, one vote. We can make sure that we have majoritarian rule, and we can make sure that minority rights are heard, respected, and incorporated into everything that we do. Uh, we've been in the minority, the people who want to live with love and peace, and uh, we are now ready to take a uh, assert our leadership going forward in 2024. We can no longer wait. We also confirmed on our uh, show this year that we are in the middle of an authoritarian takeover in the United States. This is not something that is approaching us. Experts on the show across the board agreed that we are in the midst of an authoritarian takeover. And so I think this is a time where we really have to make a choice. We have to choose between repair or destruction. We have to choose between repair and healing or authoritarianism and destruction. We have to choose between repair and addressing the climate emergency or destruction, leaving it unaddressed and ensuring the likely scenario that human extinction will happen in the not too distant future. So we have a choice. So our invitation is to live with revolutionary optimism. It's your own self-created way of living and learning and loving on the path of love as we enter 2024. And the beautiful thing about it is that we're in this together. We build sacred community. We do peace crafting. We join forces. We unify. And we explore ways of building power so that we can bring forward a new way of living and being that puts love at the center for our collective repair, justice, and peace. We can do it. It's go time. I'm really excited that we can join together uh, during 2024 with Revolutionary Optimism. The podcast will be back. These emergency opportunity podcasts will be back. And I'm really excited to announce that a new book will be launched called Revolutionary Optimism, A Cure for Hopelessness and Despair, and that will be released as a handbook in the first half of 2024. I'm looking forward to sharing it with you and working together to build a peaceful world.
0: Are you ready to be part of the revolution? To learn more about revolutionary optimism, please visit drpaulzeitz.org. To explore building hashtag UnifyUSA, please visit unifymovements.org. If you like this show, be sure to follow on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. Revolutionary Optimism, transforming the world one episode at a time.